0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and
1: With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you.
3: But I can't wait to get into this. I had to get his mug two names because both things are happening here. So last week, I just kind of arbitrarily just started talking about carrying wads of cash in different pockets and not having all your cards with you and on you all the time. Who knew it was going to be what was about to happen right now? Yeah. So when you get pocket checked, it's exactly what it sounds like. And every every city got a different like way to explain this. Hey, run them shoes. You know what I'm saying? That means they about to get stolen. You know, run them pockets, homie. That just means whatever's in your pocket. You're about to get robbed. Pocket check is checking your pocket. You about to get robbed. So logic would tell you don't put all your money in one pocket. Don't ever carry all your cash with you. Put some here, some there. And then you just reach in your pocket and be like, yo, this is what I got. You know what I'm saying? That little jean pocket up top, that got the little small little thing. Make sure you put something in there. Make sure you tuck something in your sock. There's little chest pockets. There's little, like, they look like little fanny packs. A lot of times you when you're traveling abroad, that's the thing that you put your uh passport in. That's where you put your big bills. You put them over there. But the, the last thing you do is put your money in your wallet. Your wallet should basically just have your ID, you know what I'm saying? And, uh whatever credit cards you got. I mean, when we was young, we didn't have credit cards, but like your wallet should have really nothing in it, nothing that you can't replace immediately. But you don't carry all, like, what's wrong with you? You don't carry all your, but first of all, it's just bad spending habits to have all the money you have accessible to you everywhere you go. No, leave one of them credit cards at home, leave one of them cards at home, just. Another thing is like, put stuff in other people's name. I mean, this was like a hood stuff where you just had <laughs> mama got bad credit, so. <laughs> The electric bill in your daughter's name, water bill in your son's name, which sucks because, I mean, we grow up with bad credit because they didn't have the water turned off twice on your name, you know, but uh, you spread it out just in case somebody catch a case, all the money ain't gone, number one, or like I said, if you're about to get robbed, they don't take it all. I know this is also Hispanic Heritage Month, and one thing that's true about Hispanic heritage is y'all elders don't trust the banks. <laughs> so there's a mattress with all the important documents, wads of cash stuck up under our mattress right now. You know what I'm saying? Now, hell we not Hispanic, but my aunt dot, God rest her soul. Whenever she wanted to, uh, and bless us with a little bit of money, she still write the, the Chi-Chi account, the boob account. She rewrites, right into her bra, pull out wads. <laughs> y'all go get y'all some new shoes or something. If we just don't, you don't put your money in one place. That's crazy. Y'all know who watching. And in the streets, you know, you got the stash box. You know what I'm saying? You got different spots you put stuff in because, man, if they raid one place and everything there, you you out you out the game. You can't put it all in one place, Right? just crazy but in this situation it ain't the streets watching your money uh it's the reporters (laughs) it's uncle sam it's everybody's uncle sam across the world watching your money so if you got too much money you better learn how to hide it before they come pocket check you why they coming to take your money? Oh, man, they just hate me because they ain't me. Let's talk about the Pandora Papers. Hood politics, y'all. Hey, it's so hood right now. Hood politics, y'all. It's so hood. All right. Maybe you remember a few years back, there was a thing called the Panama Papers, which is basically the, the junior high version of what this Pandora Papers are. It's a law firm in conjunction with some journalists were able to unearth a ton of documents kind of showing where the top wealthiest of like the world were sort of hiding their money and uh, either sheltering from taxes, evading taxes, which are two different things, which we'll get into a little later this right here though this pandora papers that just just dropped what's today Today today's october 6th i don't know what week this is going to come out because about to go on tour so i have to um load up these uh these episodes anyway it's it's explaining where the wealthiest of the world are kind of putting their money again to avoid rules Now, when I say the wealthiest, yeah, I mean like billionaires. Now, I think I may have said this before, but like sometimes when it comes to money, there's a few things that like I always try to remember. One is that, first of all, it's not real. Like money's not real. It's not real. Like we we made it up. We agreed that this widget or product takes this much imaginary pieces of paper to possess All going back to like capitalism theory and just there's there's some stuff that like I let us let us let us remember this, that money is a construct. okay we made it up. Yeah, it's not real. Now, having said that in the same way that race isn't necessarily real, it's a social construct. That still doesn't mean we don't exist in a reality that has accepted it as real. Right. So understand how those two things kind of work together now. But another thing is that when the numbers get so big, I think at that point, that's when it starts feeling much more like, oh, this is all imaginary. Like in the same way that like an Afro Latino is so confusing to racial <laughs> theories or like can't kind can what the hell is an aboriginal? You look at him like you black as hell, but they not because they got blonde eyes. So it's because, again, there's a place where these social constructs break down. You can you can picture 10 bucks. And a lot of times you could pitch a 10 bucks because you knew what it took to get. And you know what $10 gets you. You know, you could pitch your $100 like and depending on what stage of life you in, how hard it is to spend that $100. When it gets to $100, you start thinking about, OK, I'm going to really think about this purchase. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because of how much effort it took me to get this $100. Now, I don't know how old you are, but let's talk about 1000 Now... A thousand dollars to me still feel like a lot of money. Now at I spend it. I spend more than that a month, obviously, because of I live in California. I got rent. I got a wife and two children. So I spend much more than a thousand dollars a month. But if somebody on some like, hey, you want to go on this vacation this weekend to with the homies, not even a vacation, let's go to the club, rent a table, buy a bottle, maybe grab an Airbnb, you that's a you you're into the thousands between drinks entrance vip uh yo uber rides there and back if you especially be drinking with the homies like you're in the th- that's a night like you're it's gone only have a headache in the moment like you know so the money like you start you could get a feel as to what that is When we start talking about like a million it's this is like i can't even fathom okay 10 million that's why when we're even even talking about like the infrastructure and the Reconciliation bills, like 3.5 trillion. Can you picture? I don't think we can picture a trillion. Trillion. 3.5 trillion trillion. Even fathom. They're not real numbers. Somebody owned a house the size of a federal building. You're like, I can't, I just you can't conceptualize it. Then you start realizing, like, oh, this. It's only because we agree. It's not real. This is also a side note, but yesterday uh, when the great Facebook shut down, it was stated that when it shut down, that uh, Mark Zuckerberg lost seven billion dollars. And you like that's What does that mean? Right. Like, what do you what do you mean by that? He lost seven billion. So like. He open, did he swipe his card and it was seven billion missing? Like when, when he tried to go buy like it don't it don't you you see what I'm saying? Like it don't feel like real money. But that's cause you and me ain't billionaires. That's why it don't feel real I, 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 They just hate me cause they ain't me. They just
0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply
3: let's get into it i'm gonna tell you what the pandora papers are how that works then i'm gonna tell you about like some of the stuff that's in there like offshore accounts tax shelters why somebody would do this is this stuff legal why is it not legal how the hell is offshore actually south dakota do you know what i'm saying and why some of these like american first foods is just y'all y'all full of crap and y'all know uh we gonna get into it now ready here we go So the ICIJ, the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, they put together the Pandora Papers. There's 14 law firms, 600 journalists, 117 countries, right? They identified 206 U.S.-based trusts. Now I'm going to talk to you what a trust is. It's linked to like 41 countries holding billions of dollars of money from everywhere else. Nearly 30 trusts held assets connected to people and companies accused of fraud, bribery, and human rights abuses in some of the world's most vulnerable communities. So these is kingpins. These is criminals. But remember, this is hood politics. So these is not only run-of-the-mill, regular-ass criminals. This is government criminals. And, And this is where it gets all mixed up. And just really, really, really good businessmen in women. Now they putting their money in different places to avoid a lot of different things. Now let's get into the weeds here to understand what I mean by pocket checking and why any of this stuff happens. Let's just say you want to, um, slang some pills. I'm, I'm, I'm get hood on you. Let's just say you want to like slang some pills on, on a particular corner. Right. But let's just say that corner ain't necessarily safe. Right. Well, obviously, if you're about to slang pills on this corner, it's probably not safe. That mean that that neighborhood set, that neighborhood OG, they got to OK it. Now, why in the hell would they let you sell on their block unless you finna pay them some money? That makes sense, right? If you want slang here, you got to pay us. So at the end of the month, 1st and 15th, whatever the case may be, they come up and they say, hey, we need 30 percent. And you either pay us 30 percent or you pay us 100 percent and never come. Right. It's pretty simple. Right. You know, we, we just we just break your knees and you never you never allowed to come back. So you say, OK, look, hey, I made 50 G's this week. Here go 30 percent, you know, five, 10, 15. Right. That's 15K. But if you really made 70, you had to figure out how to hide that 20 somewhere and just hope they don't find out. So what do you do? You you put it somewhere else. You give it to somebody else. You give it to another name. You pass it to another hood. You pass it to another dude. Tell him keep five G's for himself. And You've got to hide it and just hope it works out. Well, rather than the hood saying, hey, run my 30 percent, the government says, hey, run my 30 percent. You made. I mean, that's your those those are the taxes that are on. That's that's what happens. You was able to make money in our country. I mean, we set up the system for you to be able to make this money. This is our country. You selling to our citizens. So run my money. But if you making the money for this country, for this system, they saying, OK, well, listen, it sounded to me like you need me. I'm offering a good and a service that y'all not able to provide your people. I got the work. I'm the plug. I got it. And if you want to keep this place happy and safe, you I mean, you low key kind of need me. So, and I could go slang somewhere else. You feel me? I'm making all this money for your for your neighborhood, for your country, for your state. This is why states fight over having big businesses in their states, right? Because they like, well, you making money for us. So if you you they realize like if you the business, if you the plug, like, yo, you got a way to like you got some weight out here. I got some leverage. You actually you need me. Why should I keep selling here? Why should I keep doing this? I could go down the street. I could go to another. I could go to another country. Give me some give me some like incentive to, to hold my money here, to run my 30 percent to you after all this hard work I'm doing. Give me an incentive to do this. Well, that's what they call tax breaks. Well, if you, uh, you pull up on our state, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you build this much, we'll give you 20% off that and this, you know, make you say, okay, okay, cool. Right. Well, how about this? How about a hundred percent (laughs) off? I just made a billion dollars. I don't want to pay you shit. So how about, how about a hundred percent off? Oh, well, uh, well we, I mean, well, we can't afford a hundred percent off. Um, I mean, I don't know what you want us to do with that. Right. So check this out. Check this out. So you out here slanging, you know, this block say run 30% to the hood, you know what I'm saying? But um out there in the IE, you know what I'm saying, 100, you know, 100 miles away, they say, "Hey, listen, I know you owe them 30%." So check this out. Take 50% of what you made and put it in the IE. We got different laws. You know what I'm saying? Our, our hoods run different. If you just sit in here, we'll just collect on the interest. You know what I'm saying? And we'll just hide your money for you. You you feel me? You pay us a certain fee. We'll protect you from that 30 percent you owe them. So, you, so if I made 50 racks, I made 70 racks. Rather than trying to hide the 20 and hope it don't find out, you hide 25 of it or not 25, 70, just say you made 70 racks, then we'll say, okay, 35. You take 35 racks, go put it out in the IE and they say, okay, we good, right? You know what I'm saying? And we'll give it a whole other name. We'll, we'll pretend like it's ours, right? And then everything okay, everything fine. So I know that might've been convoluted if you're not from the street. So let's not get lost in the metaphor. Let's make it plain. You're Joe Blow Billionaire, Your company has made $600 million, whatever, $600 billion, I don't know, or Brazilian dollars because, again, money's not real. You just made so much money. So, what would happen is this you hit a broker up, brokers say, hey, listen, you're not trying to pay taxes on six bazillion dollars, are you? Okay, cool. Well, give me five bazillion dollars, right? I'm going to find different countries that got different tax laws, Singapore, Cayman Islands, right? Switzerland, you know, all these different places that when you see in movies, this is what is called an offshore account. Right. So so you take that money, send it over there through this broker. This broker makes up a company, just makes it up. We're calling it, I don't know, Joe's Cup Service. Right. Ran by, I don't know, Rafiki Jones. You make it up these people and you set up an account in this country way over there. And it's like it's a legit air quotes, company. And that legit company only really exists based on paper. And you put all your money over there that you're now trying to pay taxes on. And then what that company does is, well, since it's a company, right, in a legit country, you get, you know, a bank statement, you get credit cards, you get things and what do you do with those credit cards? What do you do with those things? Well, with that with that credit card, with that with that bank account, that's where you buy your yachts. That's where you buy your your second and third home and stuff like that. And and I got to pay taxes on that because that's not me. That's Joe's comp company. The company bought that. Company got its own tax. It ain't got nothing to do with me. That's and what the hell America care about it for? That's this account in Singapore. How you going How you going to make me take pay taxes? America, how you going to make me pay taxes? on money earned in the Cayman Islands. That's not your money. When the hood run up and they say, hey, run that 30%, it's like, nigga, I'm not finna pay you money that I ain't make here. That's not even my money. That's, that's a whole other
2: set. I can't run that.
3: Oh, yeah. That money way over there. I ain't got nothing to do with me. So what the Pandora Papers is showing is most, mostly is fools is buying property. They just getting it in everywhere else, right? That's what they doing. They buying property and they hiding their money in these properties under names of made-up companies from somewhere else in hopes that it don't get traced to you. Now, we got the the King of Jordan, we got people from Russia, we got Colombian drug overlords, right? All showing up in this multi-million page. Like when I tell you it's millions of pages of content kind of showing. What the hell was going on now? Why anyone would want to do this is pretty obvious. You know, um, you trying to avoid the pocket check. Right. And in it, some things, this is why I mean, yo, they just hate me because they ain't I'm not going to pay you for work. I did. I don't think any of us really like taxes. You know what I'm saying? It's just the wealthy know how to day in this situation where they all know how to keep the money among them. They got access to stuff me and you ain't got access to. We just feel like ain't nothing I can say to the OG, right? We all the severe ain't nothing I can say to that OG when he were like, "Yo, run them thirty racks, yo. What's the, what's up on my 40, homie? Like, you know, and hey, that's a nice bike. Let me borrow your. Way. Ain't nothing I can say to him. What am I gonna? Am I gonna run this fade? I mean, I'ma try. You feel me? I'ma try my best to try to appease him, but ain't shit I can say to him. I'm not a part of that inner circle. I ain't got no leverage on this nigga. You understand what I'm saying? When he come check my pocket, all I could do is try to hide it. But these people work in this circle where they got access to ways and things that avoid that. You feel me?
0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT and
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher.
3: So look, it's perfectly legal for you to put your money wherever you want to put it. There are tax breaks and things that hide from taxes. It's perfectly legal. It's just there's loopholes in the system. That's what I mean by like you and me. I just ain't. we just ain't got access to stuff like that. We not bringing a big enough bag. You know, our weight ain't big enough. You walk into a bank, you talking about like, yo, I'm trying to hide this fifteen hundred dollars from Uncle Sam. They're going to laugh at you. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't. You ain't got enough weight. You feel me? You too light in the booty for that. But then there's something that's perfectly illegal, which is like tax evasion or money laundering. Laundering sounds exactly like it is. You washing the money. It's, you know, you made money. You made money off the curb. You invested into a uh, Froyo company. Now, all of a sudden, the money that you report comes out of the Froyo because you had to explain if you had a million dollars out the trunk, you got to explain where this million dollars come from. And you're like, well, I got it from the Froyo. And they like, well, well, if the IRS is happy, if you ain't making enough noise, they not going to do no double check as to whether the million dollars that you had to invest in the Froyo came from ill gotten gain. They're not going to check because they got their money. They not worried about where you got it from. You don't make no noise if there ain't no problems for them. You ran the 30%. You happy, the hood happy, everybody happy, everybody making money. Just don't cause no problem. The second you start causing problems is when we start looking, is when they start looking. You're you following? So that's what an offshore account is, and that's why somebody do it. Now, the people that's been in there, uh, like I said, you had... The King of Jordan, who spent $100 million on houses in a compound in Malibu. And look, look, do you know what this fool's defense is? When it came out, his defense was like, nigga, and? Y'all just hate me because you ain't me. Nigga, I got money. I had to invest in so you want you sitting under a mattress? No, Malibu, beautiful. I bought these houses because it's amazing. I don't understand what, where the scandal at. Y'all just salty. But it's a tax shelter. He he hiding his money. You know how we know is because in the documents they won't even say his name. They tried their best to like not have it traced back to him. Matter of fact, they said you know who in all the documents. Same thing happened in Russia. Russia was like nah fool. We ain't hide no wealth. Uh, they spokesman uh Pechsov. He's he was adding that it's not even clear that this information can be trusted. But the leak revealed that four million. And property was purchased through an offshore company toward the end of 2003. And it was purchased in the name of a girl who was supposed to used to be, you know, kind of messing with Putin. And, and they people's just like, listen, we don't even know who these people talking about. We don't even know who they are making this reports. If there was any serious allegations happening, we would take you niggas serious. Some girl bought some land and... And I'm like, serious? Nigga, it's 17 countries and 600 journalists. Like, what you mean, serious? nigga? everyone was in on this. And they like, nah, we don't know what you're talking about. That's because Putin and him is gangbangers. Y'all remember when he poisoned his own spy in the UK or out in the open? Oh, wait, 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 wait. My bad. Allegedly. That's this. Allegedly. (laughs) Poisoned his own dude with... Some poison that's only made in Russia that you can't get nowhere else. But the man sitting in the park in the UK died from this poison that you can only get in Russia. Russia like, I don't know what happened, nigga. I I mean, could have been a falafel. I don't know what happened, man. His borscht was nasty. I don't know. Could have been botulism. We don't know what happened, nigga. That's because they gangsters. You think I'm going to admit it because you caught me? Nigga, you ain't catch shit. Russia said, nah, fluid ain't us. We ain't hiding nothing. That's hers. I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> you see the two approaches. Jordan was like, and? Y'all just salty. Russia was like, I ain't see nothing. I don't know what you talking about. Who are these people? These niggas is gangsters, y'all. It's like, we will not even know what you talking about. And finally, what I want to talk about is how much of this money is sitting in, of all places, South Dakota. Y'all, South Dakota is the offshore account. Can you believe that? Because that's onshore. South Dakota said, this I lit. Everybody else running, y'all don't want us to drill. You know what I'm saying? We can't build no no pipelines, my nigga. No, don't nobody want to move here. This ain't no vacation spot. You know what we finna do? We finna build banks and we gonna get that foreign money. Them niggas said this was our lick. Now, how did they do this? Way back in the 80s and 90s, they ended what was called a perpetuity laws, which basically means that there's no uh end even after death that you access this money so that's one um all that they trust laws it's have politicians and have volunteers so it's lawyers that try to say hey look this is what we trying to do so even they politicians and they volunteers they really don't even know how the laws work when it comes to trust they just know the money coming in south dakota just out here making money in the washington post there's Story about Trident Trust, who promised to protect the fortunes and privacy of its new customers by relying on the laws of the state that had become a global destination for wealth. And the company called it the South Dakota Advantage. My nigga. The little white boy cowboys getting busy. And among those who answered the call, according to The Washington Post, was a Colombian textile magnate caught in a scheme to launder the proceeds of an international drug ring. An orange juice mogul who settled with authorities in Brazil for allegedly colluding to underplay local farmers and families of the former president of the sugar producer in the Dominican Republic that has been accused of exploiting labors and forcibly evicting of families from their home. Did you just hear me? Did you just hear me tell talk about four different countries? United States? Colombia, Brazil, Dominican Republic, y'all. Borders are made up. This is what I try to say in Terraform. Borders ain't real, nigga. It's not real because the money. You follow the bag. These people they living in a world where you just you just secure the bag. The money ain't real, nigga. The power is. I'm not finna hand over this imaginary wop. When I don't have to. You know what I'm talking about? All money in, big homie. That's what's happening right now. All money in. And y'all just hate me because you ain't me. lastly this is what I want to talk about as like the like okay uh huh see there I knew y'all was all cap these conservative offices talking about all this America first stuff take care of our own you know don't worry about nobody else's problems and then they get mad at everybody else being globalist globalist you know like what you looking at is the perfect example of a global economy y'all full of shit you spending other people's money y'all making money offshores on purpose Luring other people in And guess who suffered, nigga? Us America The people you supposed to be saying, America first No, nigga, it's not America first, it's gang gang It's you first And it's so obvious And that's the part I wish that Outside of our political silos We could sit across the table and be like Fam, are you seeing this, homie? These people don't love you Niggas don't love you When I was doing a little bit of like Lightweight kind of like gang intervention an intervention is like Not necessarily the word I'm looking for But like Counseling I don't know how To explain it But there was this little homie I remember he was he was uh You know Finna go to placement You know Out of Los Padrinos Which is a A juvenile hall And I just remember Talking to him And being like Look man You a foot soldier When they said The defendant Please rise Which one of these Niggas was here with you They called your name Nigga you was by yourself Any of them Put some on your books Any of them Check on you Check on your girl. Check on your mama. Anybody check? Yeah, I mean, did they? I mean, if they did, that's a different story. These niggas don't love you. That's what I want to say to these, like, rural communities. These niggas don't love you. We finna talk about the opioid epidemic. These people pumped drugs into your hood and then let you go to jail. They don't love you. It's a very familiar story to me. They just hiding their money and not paying what they need to pay because they can. Oh, Jesus you used to say that. Like, Why you do that to that nigga? Because I can you know what I'm saying? Like this, this you know what the Pandora Papers is that? Is them saying, I did this cause I can't. Y'all just hate me cause you ain't me. You could pocket check us as long as you want. Any government, global economy, pocket checkers. We ain't got it. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what money you're talking about. What money? Yo, here go a multi-million page document of where your money is. I don't know what you're talking about. These fools. So we'll see what else come out. But listen, if it's never been more obvious than it is right now, listen, politics, economics, global economy, y'all, it's just hood. This mug was recorded and edited by Me Propaganda right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow The Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Auswelski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you hear all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. Y'all remember, every time you check in, if you understand the hood, you could understand politics. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen.